Hi everyone, welcome. This is Light and Life. I'm feeling you are happy. Good day to the glory of God. Light and Life is a platform where you can have the summary of the Nigerian Baptist Sunday School lessons ahead of Sunday. December 12, 2021 is another Sunday. Especially appreciate everyone who has been listening and I'm encouraging your heart. Keep listening. Do not be restricted by the denominational source of this message. It is God's word, like I used to say, and it's promising to always be a blessing. Yes, that is the Lord's doing. Another very important thing we must understand is that we grow on learning from the word of God, and that is our life, and more light is shed upon our paths. Our topic for Sunday is David administers justice and kindness that is taken from the book of 2 Samuel chapter 9, verses 1-7. to and a continuation from 9 to 12. Don't forget throughout this month we are taking a theme of God's required justice. So Sunday, David administers justice and kindness. Quickly to our good text, which is taken from 2 Samuel chapter 9, verses 1. David asks, Is there anyone still left in the house of Saul to whom I can show kindness for Jonathan's sake? Let us pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, our everlasting God, we worship you. We return all the glory to you because there is none that can take your place but you alone. You are worthy and you are Yahweh. Thank you for your power and dominion. Thank you for your help thus far over our life. We appreciate you, Jesus, because again you are here to teach our heart and to help us to walk rightly. Receive grace, O Lord, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, everlasting Father, for in Jesus' mighty name we are prayed. Amen. It is no longer new for us to hear that there have been cases of someone getting to a place of authority, someone becoming a leader I mean, someone becoming wealthy, and in the process, in two dimensions it may happen. In the process we hear of this same person seeing his or her colleague, childhood friend, you know, someone he's familiar with whom they grew up together and seeing the person not in the same status but decided to embrace the person and doing all to ensure that the person is financially stable and well recognized as well whereas in the other hand or in the other case we have seen situations whereby someone in a leadership position someone in wealth would not even be mindful of people they grew together People that they were lovers together as two little friends, you know. People who they had been in the same background and community at some point. But only while they were at the place of authority or in that worldly position to rather be looking on to how much better they will continue to be more richer, more comfortable without the concentration of others. And the worst part is some people get to the place of authority occupying position with several motives. Part of the motive of some is to avenge. Part of the motive of some is for revenge, I mean. Part of the motive of some is to oppress. And part of the motive of some is to impress. But on the other hand, we see how people whose motive is to show love, which motive for some is to ensure that everyone lives more comfortable and be an influence, positive one, unto others. Today's lesson is open up also a concern 
For which side of the position we too as children of God will take as the lesson is opening our eyes to the concern of justice and kindness. The Lord expects that it would be uh, an administer of justice and expression of kindness to people. This will be taken from the life of David and Jonathan. And as the lesson continues, which comes in two parts, I pray that the Lord bless us in Jesus' name. Amen. So the first part of the lesson, which says, David summons Jonathan's son. David summons Jonathan's son. That is taken from 2 Samuel chapter 9, verses 1 to 7. How love that you read. And we see here that after David had become king, one day David decided to ask, and his question was straightforward. His question from verse 1 was, Is anyone in Saul's family still alive? Anyone to whom I can show kindness for Jonathan's sake? And that was the question David decided to ask. As clear as this question is, and with the intention that was also stated, the question is, is there anyone still in Saul's house? And thereafter, the intention is that he would be able to show kindness to, for what reason? For the sake of Jonathan. And this is leading us to a clear understanding of the background of the life of David, to relationship with Saul, and also to Jonathan. The relationship of Saul and David were not a cordial one. Saul was an enemy for David, someone who was looking all to, to, to David's life for destruction. For his life for his life to be ended by him but here we see that in the midst of it god decided to make uh, a difference of relationship for david through the same son of saul his enemy and that son was jonathan jonathan lived cordially in agreement and oneness of no compromise with david even while his father was after his life the life of david and while the father was still making a concern that does he want David to take over the, the kingdom from him? Jonathan was not ready for a compromise. He understood what friendship is all about. He understood what it means to have the covenanted, to work in loyalty and in faithfulness to one another. And he did it all, ensure that David's life was saved from the hand of his father. And here comes a, 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 a book of remembrance being opened up now. Now that David is privileged as a king, this is pointing a concern to you and I. The first thing here is when you are also at that privileged position, when God has granted unto you some, so you know, some, some, some grace, some capacity, and you are now at a place where it is easy for you to command, it is easy for you to even do some things. Do you always remember what is right to do? Do you always do the right thing? Do you also remember that the opportunity that you have is a privilege? Do you also know clearly, also with the understanding that whatever it is given as a gift unto you, also come with a responsibility to attend to some people around you? This was a consciousness that came upon David and the remembrance was to what he had also pledged his life to live for, that he might show kindness to the house of Saul for the sake of Jonathan. And another lesson that is clear is that even when we are so clear that this is an enemy, the Lord expects from us that 
we are not to make a compromise of our stand, of our commitment, and of our genuineness as his own children that we have. Even when we don't receive good treatment from people around us, even when people whom at a point where we are in a place of comfort have not been nice to us in time past, the Lord expects that we will act well in kindness, we will act well in love and respond to the needs of others without looking back. And this was what we can see in the life of David. David was able to make clear also in verse 3 that he repeated again, Is anyone still alive from Saul's family? If so, I want to show God's kindness to them. God's kindness. And this is pointing also to a concern of the fact that a heart whom will administer justice, a heart who will need to balance things and do as he has said or do as it is expected. You know, David was ready to live to the covenant he made with Jonathan, that he would live by the two of them to respond to favoring themselves and be kind to one another and their generation. He remember now that he's in authority and that is what justice is all about. No minding whether the person is alive or not, but that what is right need to be done must be done. Jonathan was no longer alive. Saul wasn't alive, but David remembered. And again, in remembrance, he did not move back to all that was his pain from the same house of Saul. He was ready to show God's kindness. And that, that's pointing to the fact that we can only show kindness if we allow God help upon us. Kindness is a spiritual gift. And as it is a fruit of the Spirit, the only help to express kindness comes to us from God. And that is how we'll be able to live right. The Lord is expecting that no matter where we find ourselves, as a place of opportunity, a place of influence, we should be ready to ensure that we promote love, we promote peace, we promote unity, and justice must be able to be rooted even from our head as a proof that we are God's own and ready to give glory to God. I pray the Lord help us in the name of Jesus. Amen. Quickly to the second part of our lesson, which is the last part. David shows favor to Mephibosheth. That is taken from 2 Samuel chapter 9, 9 to 12. Our love will read. And immediately, David sought to know and call out for the servant of Saul. And when he got the servant of Saul, he asked, Is there anyone left? Michal was able to make clear that yes, there is one left. And that is the grandson of Saul, the same son to Jonathan. But he is what? He is crippled in both feet. And uh, when this was said, David said, bring him up to me. And as he brought Mephibosheth to David, David declared the needful. And what was it? He was ready to do as the Lord and the help, the true friendship of him and Jonathan, such that what has been covenanted was what was still established in showing love and kindness to their generation. And he did, releasing all the inheritance of Saul, the grandfather, that also automatically is a possession of Jonathan, David's friend. He releases to this grandson of Saul. He releases to this son of Jonathan. Even though, as a crippled man, David was not ready to accumulate all to himself. Just as we see some people, they are in place of authority. They are open up to several privileges. And what they do 
is to amass wealth to themselves. Is to only be looking out to themselves and forgetting who might be the source and even a concern for all of those wealth. God is expecting that we we'll learn from the life of David. Aside that, David, in showing favor, ensure that as a crippled man, when he has no one or how best to live life, he ensure that all the servants, the same servant that was for Saul, his own children and all his servants, became servant for Mephibosheth, ready to uh, assign to help this man. And in it again, David declared that from that moment on, Mephibosheth, a crippled man, becomes someone who will be hitting with him as a king. And as a pointer to the fact that he also is a son within his palace and his son for him. And that is the greatest favor that David was ready to show and did it wholeheartedly. God is also counting on you and I that we will live to reflect his own kind of nature. His kind of nature that is not looking out to anyone's weaknesses, but rather picking out strength and holding on to sincerity of heart and unconditionally expressing love to one another. And this is what we see that has been in David together with Jonathan. And it flowed then, even to this point when Jonathan, when David was privileged and Jonathan was even more. And we see kindness still shown. This is the nature of God. God expects that we love others. God expects that we care for one another. In, in, in no consideration of people's disability or inability, the Lord expects that we will treat everyone equal and be ready to be merciful in favor. I pray that the Lord help us as we come to the end of our lesson. Quickly to our golden text, which says, Christians should endeavor to keep their promises and break down artificial barriers that separate people. We should have regard for other people, no matter their background or physical disability. We as believers are called to show kindness even to those who are unable to return the favor. And we should use our position to help people rather than oppress them. The last, God depends on us to do uncommon things that will bring glory to his name. And I pray as we live on for this, the name of the Lord always to be exalted through us in the mighty name of Jesus. I pray that this grace is released to every one of us to administer justice and show kindness, the nature of God, that it will be reflected always through us in the mighty name of Jesus. I'm wishing us all a glorious service ahead of Sunday. Bye, everyone.